Hey, Dan. Hey, George. We're back. We are back, and I'm very excited. This is going to be great. You may or may not have noticed there is a, a new name on the thumbnail of this episode. Completely different name, look, feel, brand. I love it. We got some bobbleheads of us on <laughs> the do. front there. We're bobbing I like it. I love I it. I like it. Um, if you've been listening to us for a while, you know we've had a podcast that we mm. called Option 5. Mm. Little little jaunt down memory lane. Dan, what, what is Option 5? What was it? Option 5 is when you say yes and you figure it out. Mm. For us, that happened when we were trying to win the biggest project we'd ever taken at that point in our company's history. Not First qualified. four options were fairly logical. Option five was, or we could just say yes and figure it out. And what did we choose? Of course. Option five. We chose option five. And so that's what our, that podcast has been about. What is your say yes and figure it out moment? And it started that way. And then it kind of morphed into teams and product mm-hmm. culture. And, and, and there was always this kind of link back to the option five theme of right. the only way you're going to learn to do better work is by saying yes and learning and moving forward and figuring it out and taking the risks, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the problem, Dan. Um, I think in the universe, there are approximately 35 people. Matt, nah, we'll go higher than that. 50 people that know what option five is. I agree. It became our own inside joke, which is yeah. fine. We'll keep it. Hey, that's right. for us. That's for just us. Our, little, our little secret. That's right. And the other people that listened to all the previous episodes. The other um, 50. That's other right. 50. <laughs> um, what we realized is that option five maybe doesn't mean a whole lot to a lot of other people, um, but it meant something to us. And so we'll hold on to it. We'll still use it. But right. um, we wanted to really take and reshape this podcast into what, what it's become, what, where mm-hmm. it was going anyways. And that's to talk about the people of product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more than our story. Um, and our story really quickly goes from us and dovetails right into really what it looks like to work with people. And we love people. We really do. Like, build, I think what's made the pro- best products takes amazing people. It's really um, the people behind the product. Whenever you and I are interviewed to ask about our origin story or about how, what, what, what do you love about Crema, we rarely talk about technology or design. Right. We, we almost immediately go, we love the people. Like, mm-hmm. The people side of this business is really why we continue to do this. Right. Um, the technology they create is exciting and interesting and um, inspirational, but right. it's only because the investment in going, how do we find the right people? How do we retain the right people? And then right. how do we equip those people to be better at their craft, better at working with each other, better at working with clients and their users and their customers? Um, that's what we're about. Yeah. We wanted to create a company where anyone would want to work at it. Yeah. We don't go to, we, like you said, we rarely go to the tech side, but obviously we love technology and we love design and we think that they can make uh, our world better, but it's the minds behind that. It's the hands, it's the feet, it's the minds, it's the ideas behind that. And that comes from the people that we're working with day in and day out. So moving forward, people of product, what are we going to explore on the, the podcast now? Well, we're going to continue to talk about principles. 
Uh, yeah. The last six to eight months, we've been having a lot of interviews, but also just uh, conversations and mental experiments between George and I on what makes Crema tick and yeah. what, we, what we really hold true, our values and our principles. We'll also continue to talk a lot more about teams. I mean, if it's about people, you got to bring in teams. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're still bullish about saying that people should not work in silos or in isolation, which it's 2020, we're pretty isolated. That's right. So there's a big theme about how to continue to work cross-functional, to continue to up in your skill and your craft while still working well with others. Um, and we'll explore some maybe a little more nerdy things that we're kind of mm. into as well, mm -hmm. like tools and product news and more interviews with people that build product um, and or people that are thought leaders in this space. And right. then of course, the team stories. We love the, the podcast, like how I built this or masters of scale, which are almost always an interview with the founder. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. The founder had to take that big risk to step out and go, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to risk my livelihood, my life savings, and I'm going to try to build something that never existed before. All good they could not have pulled that off without a, a massively impressive team around them. Right. Absolutely. Multiple roles, cross-functional work, um, culture principles that they put in place that allowed those teams to build incredible products and companies. Mm. They don't do it by themselves. And so no. we want to talk, we want to tell the story of the teams. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, they can't do it by themselves. What's that one quote? Um, it's like without individuals, nothing would ever get started, but without groups and teams. I think the original quote says without institutions, but without oh, yeah. teams, companies thriving, um, nothing will ever survive. Nothing will ever oh, sustain so good. and last. Um, we truly believe that. And uh, that's why we're kind of shifting the talk from who are the individuals? Who's the, who's the team behind it? And we hope to ask more questions because you and I want to learn. You and I are still learning. And yep. so we're questions of each other. We're going to ask questions that maybe um, our listeners might send in follow-up questions to those questions, but what makes a product have a cult following? Um, what's the difference between disruption and iteration? All of these questions that hopefully we, as we've been thinking about it and still wrestling with, maybe we can learn together. And maybe you and I um, we, we're, we're not done creating. And so mm. maybe we'll dream up ideas. So I think this will also be a place for you and I to explore, um, where can we use emerging technology like LIDAR or machine learning or AR and VR where, um, you know, where can we go? What could we imagine the world being like when no one drives a car, you know, like everything's Ugh. autonomous. Yeah. Um, or, you know, I don't want to go black mirror on people, but I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like, what, what's the potential of where products actually will help individuals, organizations, maybe even the world thrive and actually become maybe a little more human in the process. Um, and that's where it all comes back to people. We're hmm. going to bring it all right back to people. Hence the name, People of Product. Hope Love you guys it. enjoy this, uh, this new iteration and we're excited to, to get new episodes coming to you very soon. Let's do it.